Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This planet is the name of the Earth. Greeting Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hi, right, what's up, everybody? Jack Maloney here with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Paroxysm Basketball Network. These are special podcasts. They're season preview podcasts. Uh, today, I'm joined by Wes Goldberg and Zach Oliver. We're going to talk about the Portland Trailblazers. It's a... Uh, it was an interesting offseason for the Trailblazers. They lost basically their whole team except Damian Lillard. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nick Batum, Wes Matthews, Robin Lopez all gone. They brought in uh, Al Farouk Aminu, Mo Harkless, Gerald Henderson, Mason Plumlee, Noah Vonle, Phil Pressey, and apparently Mike Miller. Just found that out a few hours ago. Mike Miller is now on the Trailblazers. Um, they drafted... Cliff Alexander and Pat Connaughton. Um, they had the, the draft day trade of Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Um, that's how they acquired Plumlee. Last year, obviously, they were I mean, a pretty good team, 51-31. and 31. They had the four seed in the West. Not, not going to happen again. Um, you guys have any opening general thoughts on the Blazers? Wes, if you want to start. It's obvious that this team lost LaMarcus Aldridge and just hit the reset button now building around Damian Lillard, and how could you not love that? Now this whole team is just going to be Damian Lillard and the Blazerettes. It's, it's Al Farouk Aminu is what, they're starting small forward now? I mean, yeah. he's a nice player, but, you know, it, he's not Nicholas Batum, and you got no. Mason Plumlee, young players like that, Mo Harkless, Gerald Henderson, all these guys that are just kind of like around the same age or at least in the same point in their development arc, and they're going to kind of just grow together, and that's going to be kind of an interesting little dynamic that they have. They're not going to make the playoffs, but it'll, they'll be fun to watch, though, so that's, no. that's kind of the important thing. That's what we care about. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of going in a, a more athletic-based uh, area with their current roster. Like that. I mean, you add in Ed Davis, who they uh, signed from the Lakers and, uh, to play power forward. You know, I like Noah Bond life for them. They, they get Maurice Harkless from the Magic, which, as someone who covers the Magic Club, he should have played more. It's kind of a mystery as to why he didn't. Noah Bond was Bono's coaching. Yeah, I mean, we'll go with that, I guess. Um, but building around Damian Lillard should be interesting, man. We're, we're looking at a team that's returning six players, two of which are Myers Leonard and Chris Gaynor. The God and Myers Leonard. See what Noah Vonley's all about, right? That's kind of cool. Yeah, well, I mean, assuming he gets enough playing time, which he should. <laughs> yeah, like why? I mean, why wouldn't you play him? What do you have to lose? Maybe they still have playoff aspirations. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Alan Crabb is back. He fouled out of a summer league game, so that's exciting. It takes, what, 10 fouls to foul out of a summer league? It does, yeah. 10 fouls. He did it. I think this team might be a little bit better than people expect. I don't know what I don't know what the odds are on this team. I haven't really checked what like the overruns are on their the win-loss record is, but... People assume that this is going to be a lottery team. They're probably right, but I think that this team wins like 30-something games in the last, or I don't think people are putting it that high. So, I don't know. I really, I think Damian Lillard being the center of attention is it's right up his alley. I kind of like the pieces, the way they fit. It's just kind of nice. Maybe I'm just kind of geeking out over like guys like Ed Davis and Alfred Camino and CJ McCollum and all these guys that like us bloggers like love and fawn over just because they do like a couple of things really well and it's <laughs> fun to watch. Maybe I'm just kind of like liking the idea of watching them all on the floor together, coming together to be on this Blazer team. But I think we'll be a little bit better than what we expect. Right. I mean, they're gonna be better than the Lakers. Like, they should be better than like the Timberwolves, the Nuggets. So they're not. I mean, they're not gonna be like a top five pick next year. I mean, Lillard is going to drag them to at least like 20 wins by himself. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a struggle. But like you said, it's it's a really interesting team and a lot of athletes. It's almost just like a a basketball like experiment. Like like a they're just like a testing a testing ground for just throwing a bunch of young young athletes together and seeing what happens. Like I don't think anyone in Portland has aspirations of making the playoffs, but you know maybe Ed Davis turns into into a. Sorry, I I can't even finish that thought. Um, well, there's definitely some chemistry going on, right? There, there, you know, Terry Stotts is going to try to find some combinations that work, and we're looking at this roster the way it is now, right? We're looking at Damian Lillard and there's like a bunch of goons, but it's like what if one of these guys breaks out? Like what if Myers Leonard is the Myers Leonard that was in the playoffs last year? Ed Davis just really breaks out with his playing time. And Ovonley turns out that he's a really good player. Like, what if right. it just takes one of these really young guys to completely just kind of take this team in a different direction? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not hopeful it will. But with so many young guys, you almost get the sense that one of them has to break out this year. <laughs> so if that's the case, we could be looking at the, the, the chemistry and the, the way this team looks on paper a lot different now, uh, a lot different at the end of the year than we're looking at it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the guy that we're really not talking about a lot here is Mason Plumlee. I mean, he's coming off two good years with the Nets, and he should continue to improve, especially since he actually has a point guard that has two ankles. <laughs> so he should be good there. Um, and, you know, the thing that's going to hold them back is their lack of shooting. Because, I mean, Alfred Aminu's not a great shooter. Grace mm-hmm. Harkless isn't a great shooter. Gerald Henderson's an okay shooter. You know who is a great shooter? Mike Miller. Mike Miller is a good shooter. He likes to fly. Shout out to Mike Miller's energy drink. Let it fly. Please sponsor us. Look at the Warriors. I mean, they have great shooters. Like, we, we think of them as being great shooters, right? But it's Steph Curry and it's Clay Thompson. And then it's really like a lot of average shooters. You know, like, Draymond Dray- Green's not a great shooter from outside. Harrison Barnes is only a good shooter in the playoffs. I mean, it's... 
Well, let's say Damian Lillard, he's a good shooter. He's a great perimeter shooter. And CJ McCollum is a good three-point shooter. Like, let's say CJ McCollum takes the starting job. And I'm just, like, the hypothetical situation here. But now they have two three-point shooters at the one and the two. And then all you need to do is have some average guys. Like, let's say Alfred Camino becomes average from the corner. Ed Davis becomes a decent distance shooter. Hits a few of them. Myers Leonard can hit some shots from the outside and yeah. the big guy from the, from the interior. I mean, all of a sudden, maybe this team, it's all that chemistry. I love that. That's all kind of... This is a team that kind of looks like it could be, and this is why I say it's going to be a little bit better than what we expect, greater than the sum of its parts, because I, I like the way that these teams are set. So here's something, you know, when we talk about Dane and his three-point shooting, he shot 34% last season on seven attempts a game. And, I mean, with Aldridge gone, Wes Matthews gone, Batum gone, Flawler gone, that's just going to be more shot attempts for him. So it's a higher volume of attempts and a defense is more focused on him actually going to help him, I, I'm not so sure. You know, yeah. Like, that, that's one of the things that I think is going to, it's going to hurt them more. I think that they probably really finish 14th or so in the Western Conference. I, they, I, they probably win 26 games or so. Um, they, it's yeah. That, that, that Western Conference is really good. It, it's, yeah. They um, and like like you were saying, Wes, about the the chemistry. They they already started it. I mean, Lillard just had the organized that trip to San Diego, where I'm pretty sure I don't know if the whole team was there, but it, there was at least like a dozen of them out in San Diego, like doing workouts and and getting getting better on the court physically, but also just getting to know each other, and that's a a big deal when you have all these new guys coming together. Um, but yeah, I think that Lillard is something we should probably talk about for a few minutes in that he's, I mean, he's always been a ball dominant guy, but now there's no, there's no LaMarcus to fall back on. It's, he's running the show. He's, he's going to be the one that defense is key in on. They're going to be game planning pretty much solely for him. I mean, they don't really have any other creators on offense. It's all the defenses are going to be geared towards slowing down Lillard. And it's going to be really interesting to see how he responds to that. I I think he can do a pretty good job of it, but I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's this team is is probably going to going to really struggle out the gate. I would imagine with all these new parts together. And we kind of talked to all these young parts and now we're talking about Lillard, we have to account for his, his development as well and I think he, too, he strikes me as the kind of guy that is going to embrace this and want to be the leader and is almost looking forward to this, mm-hmm. but this is going to be like you said, a very different looking team and this is going to be a much more perimeter oriented team because it's going to revolve around Lillard it's not going to be revolved around the pick and pop that Marcus Aldridge um, facilitated and I think, you know, Stotts is going to be looking at, at game film of, of Steve Kerr and the Warriors, and he's probably been looking at a game film all year and probably just taking offensive plays. They're going to run a lot of stuff on the perimeter just to get Lillard a little bit open, make sure some of those shots that he's going to be, you know, those seven threes that he's taking aren't seven contested threes that he's right. taking. You know, things like that. So that's why I think I'm just really excited for this team is because it's it's going to be – I always like watching the Blazers because of Lillard and because of Aldridge, but now it's like it's the Lillard show, and we get to watch this team kind of gel and figure itself out, which is one of my favorite things about basketball. And 
and something that I'm really going to enjoy watching the Blazers for. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what I would be interested in see is if Damian can, you know, kind of improve as a, as a distributor. I mean, look, he averaged six assists last year. That's great. But, you know, if, if you want to see this team kind of take a more Warriors-type role, then they're going to have to have that ball swinging all the time, and that's going to, you know, help Damian and if they can space the floor enough, he's going to get those driving lanes and he'll get those easy knockdowns to your Mason Plumlee, your Ed Davises, your Chris Kamen, if it's <laughs> the light of day. You know, he's going to have those guys that he can dump it off to, or, you know, somebody dives down to stop the drive and kicks that to see Dan McCollum. So it's going to be those small things, I think, but they have a chance to be dynamic. It's going to be rough, though. Um, yeah, I think this yeah. is. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Um, I think this is a team that's like their entertainment factor, and like they're gonna make like a lot of exciting plays, but just not win games and not really be good at basketball. But they're gonna do probably like three to five things a night where you're just like, oh my god, like that was that was ridiculous, but they're just not going to have enough talent to really win too many games. And, I mean, for us, that's that's cool, but for Blazers fans, that's not so great. <laughs> I mean, it's almost the same boat that the Magic were in last year. You know, they, yeah. they, made, they made some plays every once in a while, but they, they just didn't have the good fundamental basketball, and that's what really held them back. Of course, the Magic lacked that true star. They had more of a collection of guys, but... You know, still, that's really what this this Blazers team is. All right, you guys have any any parting shots on on the Blazers? Otherwise, we'll wrap things up here. You know, just three words for this team. They just gotta let it fly. <laughs> Shout out, Mike yes Miller. Or no. Yes or no question? Does Terry Sots keep his job past this season? Yes. yes. I think there's an understanding that this team's not going to be good. This right. is going to be probably the biggest drop-off from one year to this year, from last year to this year, in terms of wins. And I think that as an organization, they understand that. Yeah, I mean, how could you not? <laughs> you lost, like, pretty much your whole starting lineup plus a flat low. Like, you... I mean, if you, think of, if you, right, you think about it, like, they lost the Mark Soldiers. That's not Perry Stotts. That's right. <laughs> general management. So it's, I mean, I guess that's not fair. Fair if you got fired, which doesn't mean you won't be fired, but I also think that the organization's going to understand that they're not going to find a better coach if they're kind of in it this year. Agreed. Sure, I mean, you could also see them possibly going in a direction where they want to get a younger coach. You know, kind of like the Celtics did when they traded Doc to the, <laughs> the Clippers and then went and got Brad Stevens. You know? Like a, a situation like that, I'm not saying it will happen, but you know, maybe that would be the reason they would fire him. But I, I don't think they'd fire him just because of their lack of success. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That would be that would be a really bizarre move to to uh, make your team worse and then fire the coach for not winning games. <laughs> um, sounds like something Sacramento would do. I was just gonna say, <laughs> it sounds like something the Kings have done. Kings. Yeah, hopefully this this does not turn into a king situation. But 
it shouldn't. I don't think too many teams are capable of of doing what the Kings do. <laughs> and that's not a compliment in any way whatsoever. All right. I still love you, Boogie. <laughs> Boogie for America, no doubt. All right, that's that's a wrap on the Blazers. Going to be a tough year. Um, pretty much restarting, but it should be an interesting year at the same time. A lot of fun with Damian Lillard leading the show. Shout out to Mike Miller's energy drink, Let It Fly. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Here's DJ Las Latino playing us out. I claim this planet in the name of the Earth. Greeting Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.